previously on the campaign trail. So, uh, Randall shows you this picture of a dragon. What do you do? Should we not just try and get the financials first and then worry about the dragon? Ah, well, of course, the, the city finances are, of course, public record. You're free to observe them at your leisure. He uh, takes out a magic mirror and reveals that he has a voice app, voice recording app running. He has recorded everything. I'm sure the authorities will be most interested. I am uh, the Lady Aubrey Elston McFluffington III. I'm sorry to say this, but um, the good Mr. Randall can, uh, quite frankly, go fuck himself. Shall we hide in the wagons and see if we can get a lift up the mountain? Hey, bye, ecky thump, go on, horses. Have I shown you my biceps? I'm really good at uh, cauldroning, you know. And I believe I believe this is how you steer a horse, because this is how Gretchen does it, right? And a drowg comes out, a dark elf. Uh, ah, you're early. I uh, imagine you'll want a uh, meeting with the CEO. You find yourselves uh, at the gates or the 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 rather corporate looking doors uh to the institute of dreams and success or ids as it's called and you've been approached by a draug which is a dark elf who is wearing this maroon uniform that you've seen um, plenty of other people wearing uh she has auburn hair freckles and though is clearly older than all of you um she looks at you all and says um I'm trying to think of a voice for this character now. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Institute of Dreams and Success. I am Victoria Nestor, Senior Vice Assistant to the CEO. And uh, now that you've joined this prestigious group, you can look forward to all of your most precious ambitions coming right into your grasp. Uh, any questions can be held until your full orientation session. Uh, so, uh, come on, I'll uh, show you around. Don't mind the blood. You... <laughs> <laughs> she seems somewhat undisturbed by your uh, ruddy appearance, shall we say. Uh, she gives Ursula the dog uh, a quick glance and goes, yeah, this, uh, this your little papa? Yep. I mean, uh, yep. Uh, has it had a bath recently? Um, I, I haven't. Has anybody else bathed Ursula? No. She had a bath while we were in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> has it, has, has very, anybody uh, else bathed Ursula, not in sewage? No. No, I, I believe that that's how you bathe dogs. Or how dogs bathe okay. themselves. Can I do an animal handling um, check on whether dogs bathe in sewage in this world? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a 12. No, they don't. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, fa- that's a DC of two. <laughs> this is, this um, is yes. a lovely natural aroma of, like, Sewage. The only way she could smell better is if she found some fox poo. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Problem is that I, the CEO, doesn't like anything uh, particularly dirty. So uh, you might have to tie her up out here, or or oh, you could uh, put her in the bathroom. That helps nice and clean. Could we put her in the bathroom, give her a bath, and then take her with us? Well, there isn't. There's some sinks in there. I say bathroom. It's uh, more of a uh, toilet uh-huh. with sinks. Uh, you can try the little sinks, and that's quite a big. Dog, it looks like a mastiff, a massive mastiff at that. Oh, you're a dog person. No, I'm a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to point out that by refusing the dog entry, you are actually turning away a new client. Oh, is, is the dog uh, a, a new client? Well, hmm, that uh, 
Can you roll a persuasion check for me? I certainly can. I need to find her stats now. Where are they? There they are. I got an 11. Ooh, that is just... Okay, yeah. She nods and goes, Well, well just uh, be careful. Uh, just bear in mind that uh, the CEO might be a little uh, rankled at the uh, the dog smell. That's all I'll say. Uh, all right, come on. Uh, I could do with a bathroom. I need to see a mirror. Your shirt <laughs> is fine, Pelicos. It's my hair. <laughs> it's the grey. It, it's not showing, is it? I'll, uh, no, I'll show no, you not two. at all. Not at There's all. There's a lot of brown on it. <sighs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show you through. And uh, she uh, leads you through uh, a small door within the large glass frontage. Uh, she uh, swipes a little card through a uh, key slot beside the door, and the door swings open, allowing you all to enter. Uh, once in, she closes the door behind you, and you hear it click locked behind you. Uh, she leads you into a wide, open-plan lobby. Uh, it's got checkered floors in white and black, polished walls of silver and white, a uh, glass desk at one end. Uh, there's the scent of disinfectant and lemon all around the place. Um, behind the reception desk, you can see a door. Uh, above it is a symbol. Uh, it's a large, anatomically correct heart. And with it, you see another smaller, anatomically correct heart. Uh, there are a couple of other doors <laughs> along the back wall uh, behind you. You uh, behind one of them. Uh, actually, can you make a perception check, everybody? Yep. I'm too busy looking in the mirror. I got, um, I got a six. Mirror. I've got That's an eight. So I imagine I'm um, looking at these these two anatomically correct hearts, thinking that is badass. I don't want it. <laughs> That's how I want to decorate Ten. my living area. I got an eight. Okay. Uh, you can hear a kind of muffled sound coming from behind one of the doors, but you can't work out what it is. Uh, you, Victoria Nestor just kind of rolls her eyes uh, and she goes over to the uh, reception desk and picks up some uh, papers and hands them to you and goes, uh, can you just uh, fill out these forms for us? And uh, on the forms you see uh, it looks like an order form uh, with a cart number, number of crates, a mountain gold, and then it has at the space at the bottom a uh, signature and date uh, square. What do you do? Uh, this is what we need in D and D more paperwork. <laughs> um, I give I... mine to somebody else to fill in for me. <laughs> is there only one form, or is there one each? One each. One each. Okay. Good lord. Uh, I'm nobility. I don't fill these things. In. I don't trust forms <laughs> and paperwork. Um, it strikes me as something a bit clever. I think with my... Oh, fair enough. Give them to me. I'll fill them in one at a time and uh, I'll just use random <laughs> words. Why not? <laughs> I think with my, 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 my time um, with the bureaucracy of the BBC, I've got really used to this sort of paperwork, so mine's already done. Uh, have you signed your real name? No, of because I not. remember that reading. I basically... I, 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 I've um, called myself Moonrith Dabeen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you make a deception check then? Yes, I can. Um, doo, 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 doo. Oh, that's cocked. <laughs> oh, I got a natural one. Okay, Pelicos. Uh, oh do no! As well? Oh no! Um, deception check. So that would be a fourteen. Okay. Uh, she collects the forms back from you uh, and just kind of looks over them. Uh, she's about to say something when one of the doors opens and another drag enters uh, and uh, goes up to uh, Victoria and uh, whispers something in her ear. Uh, she looks surprised for a minute and then uh, just says, 
Uh, you, uh, excuse me, I'm only, I need to have a word with management. Uh, shouldn't take a few minutes. Uh, the bathrooms are just over there. And she points to one of the doors a little further down and uh, she heads off, uh, leaving you all alone in the, the lobby. So uh, there are a couple of doors. Uh, there's one labelled toilets, one labelled break room and one labelled goods in. Where would you like to go first? Goods in. Goods in. Goods, goods in. in. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm with, I'm with them. Uh, I want to see what is in there. (laughs) Uh, You head through a little corridor. Uh, How are you all feeling, incidentally, after that little scene? Um, Perturbed. Apprehensive. (laughs) Unnerved. Uh, Okay, you uh, come down the corridor uh, that's leading kind of deeper into the mountain. Uh, The walls are made of pure white rock, polished to the nth degree. Uh, Eventually, you come to a door which swings open easily. Uh, There's a large room on the other end. Just, just, Uh, I'd like to leave bloody handprints all over the white rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But is it art? (laughs) Yes, of course it is. I think it is art. You come to a large room at the end of the tunnel. It's mostly empty. There's another reception desk uh, with a door behind it. Uh, But you do see something else. There is a conveyor belt. Type a fantasy world conveyor belt of some description uh, that is probably running on magic. I don't know. Um, it's there's a, like a hole in the wall, uh, and you see the conveyor belt coming through it, and it goes past the reception desk, uh, where if there was someone at it, you imagine they would be checking over the things coming through. But there is currently nobody at the desk, uh, and the conveyor belt is not running. Uh, but you do see a couple of crates just sort of stood statically uh, on it. Uh, so there is one hole uh, to your left. Uh, where the conveyor belt is coming from and then there is another hole at the other end of the room where they are crates would disappear into this is good in isn't it uh, so, so this is we in, should yes. try and find out where the crates are going to can I look into the crates yep uh, you sidle up to one of the crates and uh, it takes you a couple of tries but you open it up uh, it's full of um, mostly coinage. Uh, there's a lot of um, copper, Gosh. a couple oh. of silvers. There's one gold piece in there. Uh, but what is taking up most of the space uh, is paper. Paper. Sort of paper. Is there anything written yeah. on it? Uh, you pick one up. Make an investigation check for me. Eleven. Eleven. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay. Ooh, I would like to get uh, on this as well. That would get better than 21, so no. You uh, rifle through some of the papers. Uh, You realise that most of the papers are... They don't have a lot written on them. What they do have written on them are uh, a name, a date of birth, occupation, and then a list of dreams. Uh, You see names of people you don't recognise, who almost all of them are from Ragnar's Rock, uh, but with a few exceptions. Um... And most of them have like uh, what they aspire to be. Like some people want to be a writer, some people want to be actors, some people want to be uh, famous businessmen, uh, various things like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, at the top of the letterhead, uh, there is like a little, you know, logo, which is that same heart logo uh, with um, Institute of Dreams and Success written next to it. Uh, and uh, can you make a constitution saving throw? All of, All us? of us? Uh, whoever's holding a piece of paper. I think I did, paper. I would as 14. well. 14. Ah, 9. Mm-hmm. 15. 
you all feel a shock of electricity pass through you, uh, and Ooh. you drop the papers uh, instinctively. Uh, you don't take any damage, though, but uh, it was uncomfortable. There's magic here. I've just had a thought. <laughs> what? What was your thought? This dragon. Yes. Maybe it's living, feeding itself off of the destroyed dreams of the locals. Oh, that's horrible. It is horrible. Oh. Sounds dragon. deceptive. Dragons are majestic. Um, and apparently terrible. You and I must have very different definitions of the word majestic. <laughs> <laughs> dragon. But those poor people. I mean, they're, they're, they're giving up their dreams and they're just all disappearing into a dragon. Is it the dragon or is the dragon being used by IDS to do this? I think the dragon might very well be IDS. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's bald. I mean, dragons don't usually have hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just for anyone who hadn't quite got the joke yet, but there you go. But, but, and he's confused everyone else who hasn't. <laughs> the grocer. The grocer woman that we met in the With town. The of rotten vegetables. She was saving up for her yes. dreams. For her dream restaurant, yes. was it? yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she's never going to be able to afford that in her lifetime. Her dream has been stolen. Well, we should give these people their dreams back. I may be wrong. It's well, just a thought. It's a good thought. I'm... Giving people their dreams back is why I got into politics. It's not. It's a good lie. I'm here for the biscuits. But giving people their dreams back is a bonus. <laughs> it's actually because I just like loudly talk in my mind, but also <laughs> helping people... Yes. Uh, are you doing anything else while you're in here? I think we should go through the hole into the goods in, in and see what's in there. Send the dog first. Dogs are good at tracking things. Also, you know, okay. if she runs into a uh, she smells so bad that they'll probably just scream and run away. Uh, there is a crate that is kind of half in and half out of the um, uh, the exit hole, I guess, is the best way of phrasing it. That is a terrible <laughs> way of phrasing it, but it's the way I can think of at the moment. Yeah, it is both. <laughs> it's Schrodinger's hole. Yes. <laughs> Just both the entrance and exit in Newton. Let's not talk about <laughs> Schrodinger's hole. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, there's some, there's, some, there's some joke there about pussy, but I'm not going to pursue. Thank you. Uh, that reminds me of a limerick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Good uh, God. Ah, okay. uh, Pelicos the Poetic can uh, take a rest yes, now. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Ursula has a sniff around the uh, crate, and I, I imagine you all kind of like bunch up to move it out of the way so that Ursula can get through. Um, uh, you watch her disappear through the hall. Uh, make a perception check for me. All of us? Yeah. Four. Ooh, okay. 18. 14. Okay. 18, 14. Pelicos? Six. Six. Okay. Um, Granby and uh, Dereth, you mm. see um, Ursula go through this little hole and into this tunnel, uh, and it goes down and down and down, and then she is out of view, and you can't see Can her I anymore. Can I still smell her? Uh, it is pitch. No, you can't. Have we lost our dog? Uh, what do you want to do? Ursula! Ursula! Uh, make an animal handling check. Okay, these are my forte. They're not. I got a 11. Okay, nothing I'll try happens. whistling her. Do I get okay, an animal make an handling? An, an, yep, do animal handling. That uh, is another 18. Nice. 
nothing happens. I think we need to go down there after her. Your dog's broken. <laughs> uh, She's probably got sewage in her ears. <laughs> uh, who's going to go first? I'll go. Well, Tilda's the smallest. Yes. Yeah. If it gets if it gets too narrow for me, it's going to be too narrow for everybody else. So I better go first. You, uh, it depends on whether we're talking you... about girth or not. <laughs> oh. uh, Tilda, you crawl th- through the uh, tunnel and uh, follow the uh, track along. And uh, yeah, it goes down fairly steeply and you stop at the top because it's a fairly steep uh, drop. And you actually start to wonder how the crates managed to survive this drop. Uh, and possibly there's some magic that usually holds them there. Uh, as you look down the tunnel uh, where it goes, uh, you spot that the track ahead is broken and there is a hole uh, leading down and you can smell something now you can smell something horrible is it ursula uh, well mixed in with that you can you can also uh, make a perception check for me again 15 yeah you can just about hear ursula kind of and uh, splashing about Are you right, ursula? It doesn't smell good. That was more of a cat, wasn't yes, it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> bark, Derek, bark. Derek, I think your dog's in trouble. Oh no! Oh no! Um, I'm. Can I dive in through the hole after? Yep. Yes, I do that. Dareth, make an arcana check for me. Boom! I can do that. I can arcane. Eighteen. Okay, uh, you feel that there is a very, very strong magical presence coming from down below. Uh, and as you're kind of crawling to where the track is broken, uh, I think like you can put two and two together and realize something broke the conveyor belt and uh, has punched a hole right through to the sewers, uh, which is where Ursula seems to have fallen down to. Oh, uh, she's and not you having can... a good day with sewers. She's a dog. Ooh, she's like, having a great day. <laughs> Probably the best <laughs> I ever. I love uh, her with all of my heart. I think, oh, what did we say? Ursula K9 Le Guin. Uh, Le, Le Shen is what we... Ursula K9 Le Shen uh, is her full name mm-hmm. title. Uh, yeah, and with your natural bardic instinct for magic, uh, you can tell that there's a lot of magic going on down there. And uh, hmm. you're a half-elf, aren't you? Yes. You have dark vision? Yes. Do I? I think can... I do. Yeah, I do. Okay. Do I? I'm really good at D and D. Yes, I have dark vision up to sixty feet. Okay, yeah, uh, it's not sixty feet down, but okay. uh, you can see that something is glowing down there. Uh, so yeah, and with that okay. glow, you can see the shape of Ursula kind of thrashing about in the sewage. Okay. So maybe having a great time actually. Sounds <laughs> like she is. Um, Ursula. Uh, she looks up at you. Ursula, I'm going to Ursula. look around the goods in area to see if there's any rope. I've, I've, I've got some uh, You should have rope in your packs. Pack. Yeah, I've, I got, I've like, got rope and I'm already down here. I would like to um, use again my, my dancing lights ca- um, cantrip to sort of try and distract her and lure her up while, while dropping a rope down. And I'm not quite sure how she's going to grab the rope because she's a dog. <laughs> yeah. This I, is th- the- I think I've discovered the flaw in my brilliant plan. <laughs> I wonder if this ever happened with Scooby-Doo. Am I light enough that you could lower me down on a rope and I could pick her up? Bearing in mind that she's bigger um, than me. I guess I'd have to do a strength check on that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Tilda is a, is a halfling, so yeah. Yeah, I, I'll say that you can probably do that. 
Uh, but make it make do to make a strength check, but it won't be a particularly high AC. Oh, oh no! Well, it's a five. Uh, yeah, Ursula. Uh, sorry, uh, Tilda. Uh, you go. Okay, uh, hold that on tight, and then just plummet straight into ah! the sewage. Um, <laughs> make a dexterity saving throw for me, Tilda. This I'm to sorry, me Tilda. Nineteen. I tried my best. Fourteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, you're good. You you land with your halfling grace, uh, and I think you land on Tilda's back. Hey! Um, <laughs> Come on, mighty steed. Uh, on Ursula's back. Uh, while you're down there, uh, you have a quick look around and uh, you can see that the walls of the sewage pipe are kind of coated in this thick kind of uh, lichen uh, that is faintly glowing and it's glowing in a kind of uh, deathly white uh, glow um, that is, it's quite, it's, mm, you know, like artificial lights uh, when they, they can start to look a bit kind of sickly. It's kind of like that. Is that this um, magic lichen stuff that we saw earlier it is yeah uh, I th- i'll just give you that because yeah you recognize it yeah i say what's going on down there anyone oh hello, hello. yes yes i'm Ursula's <laughs> fine hello um hello um, all right? i was distracted by the static on the lights <laughs> <laughs> it's very staticky down here and there are lights uh, like that glowy um, lichen stuff but ursula's okay uh, Ursula is I'm... licking the walls. I'll say that. Ursula, stop! <laughs> Ursula, no, come back, come back, come, 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 come to Dareth. I've got treats. <laughs> uh, make an animal handling check. Uh, actually, no, Tilda, you make yeah, an animal okay. handling check to see if you can get the rope around Tilda, uh, around um, Ursula. Nine. It's. Just, I, I, I say you do it, but it's a bit of a struggle, and you are now absolutely filthy. Yeah, I am uh, disgusting. <laughs> but I, I think um, as as I like wench you up to over the um the the, the uh, back up to the, where we're standing, um, I sort of compliment your your new look, your new sewage. Uh, as as you are being lifted up, Tilda, can you make a perception check for me? Perception twenty. Okay. As you are lifting up, uh, you catch something out the corner of your eye further down the sewage pipe, just as you're being hoisted up. It looks like a uh, face in the wall. Uh, You see two eyes and a grinning mouth uh, looking up at you, uh, and it grins uh, just as you disappear. And I think with a 20, you even hear something very unsettling. Uh, you hear a voice that's just kind of going, uh, and uh, when you you know do a double take and look back, uh, it's gone. Okay, there is, there's something uh, down there, and it's sniggering at us. What sniggering? Yeah, like uh, I with, with my dark vision, do I notice anything or not at all? Dareth, you did not see it. Are you, are you were you... staring in the same direction, and you did not see it. Are you sure, Tilda? I, I saw literally nothing. Absolutely. I heard literally it was nothing. like a sneery face, uh, and it sniggered. Did, uh, and did it's? And it's not just that I've got poop in my eyes. I did see it. <laughs> did um, that might be part did, of it. Have you been eating you, the mystical fungus? I've been trying very you hard not to, to and I've mainly <laughs> been eating poo. <sighs> mystical fungus would probably take the taste away. Maybe we should head to the bathroom. Um, oh, maybe we should get you some water, Tilda. Please, yes. And, and, and then yeah. the, maybe we yeah. could shower the dog. And, oh, yeah. Just, just <laughs> grab it. Uh. 
Okay, congratulations, you have rescued your dog from your dog, your your dog from my sewage puzzle. Um <laughs> uh, you head off to the toilets. Uh they are painstakingly clean. Uh like every surface has been scrubbed and soaped and uh it looks like these toilets have never been used almost. Um, not for much longer. Uh, not for much longer. Yeah. There there are some um sinks with taps and things and you can like wash yourselves down as best you can and you try and get till uh, get to yeah you get tilda in one of them uh and then you get ursula in another one and you manage to clean them all up uh fairly well i feel a little better better and cleaner and uh soapier less, less grim. although i i, I generally <laughs> mistrust the soap that came from the cleric because you know clearly eats the flesh of human yeah. children and all that but <laughs> if, but i if feel, you feel don't less grim. It, i'll have it he didn't <laughs> give us any hair dye did he no, he did not. What, why do you ask? Damn shame. <laughs> Can you not see the grey? Pelicost the silver fox. Oh, it's, it's, it's a look at the it's moment. Too much. It's too soon. It's too soon. How too old is Pelicost? Not old enough for grey hair. <laughs> Uh, this is another thing, actually, I need to bring up, because uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, Dareth, you said that you were in your 30s, and I was thinking, you're a half-elf, surely that's quite young for a half-elf? Yeah. So, like, okay. old enough to have had, like, a bit of, d- done a bit of work and seen a bit of stuff, but not old. All right. How, how old do half-elves usually get to? I don't think it's actually, I think it's a little bit more than humans, but nowhere near the amount of elves. Let me just double check. Okay. Um, half a, they mature at the same rate humans do and reach adulthood around the age of 20. Um, but they live much longer. Okay. I was wrong. Much longer than humans, often exceeding 180 years. So, yeah. I'm an adult, but I've got, I've got time. Okay. Uh, you're a young adult. You're still reading your YA at this point. Uh, okay. I mean, so, yeah. same to be honest. You, you've all, uh, patched yourselves up and, uh, cleaned yourselves up. Uh, what would you like to do? So the other th- is there anything else in the bath? Can we do an explorer in the bathroom? Yeah, make a perception check. That sounds uh, like an awful. Investigation. Investigation, I think. Is it be. Investigation. It? 20. Ooh. 20, cool. Something rubbish. Investigation. Oh, nice. Two. What's four plus three? 17. I think Tilda's got soap in her eyes. Um, it's an improvement on what I had in my eyes earlier. <laughs> Uh, but Pelicos and uh, Dereth, uh, yeah, you see that, uh, yeah, like I say, it's it's very clean. Uh, there's some uh, cubicles uh, along, and at the back there is a like cleaner's cupboard that says keep out cleaning staff only on it. Uh, and I think Pelicos, with your roguish experience, uh, you can see that there's quite a simple lock on it, and I assume you've got thieves' tools? I do indeed have thieves' tools. Uh, if you'd like to pop the lock, you can make a dexterity check. Ooh, let's try that. That would be a good fun. Stealing toilet roll, Pelicos. Toilet roll? Why would I steal toilet roll? It's like you're breaking into the cleaning 12. cupboard. Twelve. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's not a particularly difficult lock. You managed to pop it open, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of cleaning supplies, and actually, yeah, there's a couple more bars of soap. So uh, it gives yourselves <sighs> each another bar of healing soap. Amazing. Uh, I think oh, uh, two two d six plus three. If you note down that that's what it heals. Are there, like, cleaners overalls in here as well? Uh, no. Uh, there's just, like, mops. Uh, there's, uh, cloths, uh, spray, soap, things like that. You're thinking of disguising yourselves again? Because you are already disguised, I'll (laughs) remind you. We can't disguise ourselves as ourselves. No one would expect that. I'm just... I'm just thinking ahead. 
<laughs> You're suggesting sort another of. costume change. <laughs> well, a new shirt. Yes. <laughs> the secret uh, to improv is to keep the costume changes to a minimum. <laughs> Good advice. Good advice, Marcus. Okay, so uh, are you finished up in the toilets? Yes. I think I, let, let's assume for... Um, for, I'm still for, cleaning uh, my scimitar. <laughs> but let's assume for um, uh, the sake of the, the fiction, you all also use the facilities, so we're not going to have to worry about that in case anybody's wondering. Because nobody ever uses the toilets in, in fantasy stories. But um, well, People clearly anyway. do. <laughs> but we just do. have never been in any of the games I've There's run. a lot of used <laughs> toilet product in the sewers where I just was. So clearly somebody yeah, so in this clearly. town is extensively using the toilet. It's just not us. <laughs> This is why we need a, they need a soap yes. pipe to, I mean, to keep on top of this. I wish I'd thought of this, but imagine the size of the dragon's toilet. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, you guys head back out into the lobby. There is one more room that is labelled break room. I think we need to take a break, guys. Yeah, I'm okay. worried that it's somewhere you go to break things. I'd be quite happy to break things. If, if the things that uh, we're breaking are the things that are oppressing the poor oppressed people of this town, I'm all for breaking them. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I can I do with a drink. Is. What if it's us that gets broken? I can <laughs> do with a drink. Let's go. Uh, as, as you approach, you hear that noise again, but as you get closer, you realise it is the sound of somebody singing. Uh, as you pass through the door, uh, it's a cramped little staff room. Uh, there's some nice sofas, some bookshelves, stuff with self-help guides. Uh, there's a pool table. Uh, there are three staff members lounging around on sofas, but there is one person who is stood on a chair, uh, reciting something they have written down. Uh, she's wearing the same uniform as the rest, but she has this frilly shirt with cuffs and a ruff. Uh, her short brown hair is messy, and she has heavy bags under her eyes. Uh, and she is reading a poem uh, that reads as such. She's saying... She's wisdom, laughter bringer. In her is light and life of me. Her hair is deep as finest timber, eyes like wells of brambles fell. My heart is hers, jewels most precious, dearer still than words can tell. A voice that echoes through the mind, prowess upon the stage, no greater talent shall any find. The one whose face I see forever, my feelings, wow, they are... Mega? No. And she starts scribbling down things. No, I'll redo it, nothing works. And one of the other people says, keep trying, Janora, uh, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she looks up and she sees the three of you and her eyes fall on the Marquis and her face instantly turns uh, crimson. And she hurriedly stuffs her poem into her pocket and uh, hides behind the chair. Uh, the others look a little confused and uh, turn around to see what she was looking at and see uh, the four of you walking in. Uh, and one of them who gets up and uh, at this point Marquis you realise that you know all yes. of these people well, I know they you are know. yes <laughs> but you know the other people as well they are your former companions on the stage these are the members of your uh, theatrical company uh, they are Andrews Lloyd and Weber fucking <laughs> um, <laughs> hell <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, it is. I'm really Andrews. sorry for how many like swear laughs you have to edit out of me. <laughs> uh, Andrews is the first one to um, step up, and he says, "Wait a moment, I'd recognise that mask anywhere." Rachel, Rachel Mace, I knew you'd come to your senses eventually. Finally, seen fit to come and join up with IDS. Fantastic. 
I think you have me mistaken for somebody else, Sarah. <laughs> of course, of course. And uh, Lloyd says, Rach, we missed you. Last I heard you were living in a tree. Come on, come on, sit down. Uh, there's toffee in the pot. And indeed, true to his word, he uh, pulls out a pot that is full of toffee, uh, which sort of gloops out into cups and is undrinkable. Um, I desperately <laughs> need some. So I, I lit up at the sight of coffee and then you said undrinkable. Like I went, oh... Oh, I would drink no, 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 not coffee. No, toffee. I would toffee. drink toffee. Okay, yeah, you, Please you make a good effort. Is there a spoon? I could, I could have it with a spoon. I think <laughs> yes, you need that, a knife and fork. <laughs> I think Tilda and I are going to sit in the corner drinking drink, our toffee. Drink, drink eating our toffee, yes. Yeah. Drinking? Yes. Yum. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Andrew, Lloyd and Weber all kind of uh, sit around with you and go, ah, brings me back to the good old days on the theatre stage, uh, so, uh, so, uh, tell me, uh, <laughs> and he, uh, gives a little wink and says, Marquis, uh, what, uh, what, what finally, uh, got you to come round to our way of thinking? Sorry, you assume that I'm here because I want to join you. Yes, you're wearing the, uh, the uniform. Ah, yes, the role. <laughs> I'm here for the liberation, emancipation, and freedom of all. Well, that's, uh, it's always been your way, hasn't it? Uh, we're, we're here for uh, Oh, remember. <laughs> Remember when we played uh, Love Amongst the Dragons and uh, you wanted to keep changing the script, didn't you? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, made us all lose our places half the time. But you, you did have a, you did have an ear for it, I'll say that. Um, sad what happened to the, to the old theatre though. Um, did enjoy that stuff, but, uh, but you know, I've, uh, got, got my own theatre company on the horizon, thanks to IDS. Let me guess. You've just got to pay back your initial fees and then you can have your own theatre. Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I've uh, I've been drawing up the plans and he uh, rummages through his pockets and pulls out some sort of uh, crayon drawings of uh, a theatre that... it They're not great drawings. Um... But like he's got lots of like labelled bits of like uh, upper tiers and uh, a moving stage of some description. He's, oh, and we can do all the really complicated plays, you see. And here uh, we'll have a backstage, and uh, we'll have a green room that will be actually green. <laughs> That's always annoyed me. Uh, we'll have huge mirrors, and we can see our entire bodies with it. We've got a proscenium arch, or is it just the way you're sitting? I don't understand the question. <laughs> it's, 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 like... it's, it's a very no, he prefers to do things in the round. <laughs> How long until you get your theatre running? Well, it depends, I suppose. Uh, that, that's what they always say at uh, Ideas. It's, uh, it's all down to how much you believe and how much you trust in the in the work. And let me tell you, no one's believed as hard as I have, and I'm going to get that theatre. And uh, yeah, you know, when we do a, a production of uh, The Adventures of the Marquis of Granby, I uh, I know who to come to for the starring role. Andrews, it's a con. No, 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 it's a real theatre. It's a con. No, no, don't put yourself down like that. You're a terrific actor. No, the dream, the, the <laughs> promise of a future is a con. I don't think what you're going you to get through That's... to them, Marquis. Mm, no. They are brainwashed. This is like a... It's like a cult. Yes, it's like a cult in that it is a cult. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly like a cult. Well, <laughs> come on, you, you! I know you've always been cynical about this, but uh, you know this is a little much, don't you think? I mean, what, what, what do you think is so sinister about this whole place? There's what a dragon possibly... living under the mountain, eating everybody's dreams. 
uh, Lloyd goes, you've been listening to old Randall, haven't you? <laughs> Dragon, don't be ridiculous. I heard the CEO is a drag. And then Lloyd says, I thought he was a half-orc. They told me he was a tiefling. Well, whatever it is, it can't be a dragon. This is a business, an investment firm, not some dragon horde. So, we, we employ people, we create jobs. Where does all the money invest. go? Can I, can I just ask, um, none of you have yeah. ever seen the CEO? Uh, I'm sure we, we must have at uh, orientation, I believe. He, he must have been there. We've, they told me that we shook hands with him. Uh so but you're not sure. You don't know and you're not sure what species he is? It's all a bit of a blur. It's, um, I don't remember so much. Uh, I need some more toffee. And uh, Yes, know. yes. Good idea. Don't we all? Have a sit down. Uh, yes, I, I, I will. Uh, you know, my husband got really rich thanks to ideas. So you got a penthouse suite, you know. I was starting to think it was a scam myself, but uh, then uh, uh, he went off to his penthouse, and I realised, oh, it must, it must be real. It, it, it must be. It, it has to be. Have you, um, uh, have you seen him since he went off to his penthouse? I get letters occasionally. He seems to be. Have you seen the penthouse from afar? I mean, it's in one of those big, tall towers. You know. It's, if if I marry somebody who eventually got a penthouse, I would be in that penthouse. I would well, be in the massive L-shaped sofa in this penthouse and stalling a jacuzzi swimming pool. Enough. I, I haven't earned Enough. it. I feel a need to kill something. Uh, at this point, Janora does pop her head up from behind the um, sofa and goes, you know, it's only about 1% of people who do succeed, but I'm sure that's just a coincidence because the rest of us don't believe hard enough and she kind of rolls her eyes uh, but lloyd goes exactly exactly you know we just need to believe harder and then then we'll succeed I'll be quiet then- you are all you've been manipulated into this horrible position by horrible people um yeah you've lost your husband to an imaginary penthouse um you're writing poems about women who've got eyes like brambles which is not an attractive trait um you're all just Janora looks incredibly embarrassed and And she hasn't got eyes like brambles. I mean, if you look at the mask, her eyes are clearly more like the bottom of a pond. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) Who, sorry, who asked the halfling's opinion? I am am a halfling and we have opinions and we spout them, unless our mouths are full of biscuits. It's one of my favourite things about toffee. Or toffee. Yes. Are you a are you a uh, poetry critic? I'm, I'm not a poet. I'm not, but I know I know my brambles. <laughs> I'm a poet, and, and I think if you describe somebody as having eyes like brambles, that's not a compliment. I mean, I'm I'm a lyricist, and you could say her eyes entangled me like brambles. Oh, that's better. Oh, that's good. Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, her eyes aren't like brambles. They're they're like pond sludge. So. I can do poetry. Go on, Pelicos. Does this begin? There was there a was, young woman. There was a young girl from Gephista. She had a most talented <laughs> sister. Um, of course. Let's, yes. Let's stop uh, now. now, where did it go from there? <laughs> oh yes, we gave her up for Lent because my oh, money no. was all spent. <laughs> and I can't remember so the last one. Something to do with a terrible blister. Uh, Weber says, "I say, my good man, have you ever had a stint on the stage?" Several. 
Ah, and uh, I, you know, when I get my theatre, uh, when I get my theatre, you know, no, don't go to Andrew's theatre, go to my theatre. It's going to be even bigger, you see. Oh, for... Uh, I promised you a comrades, theatre. Comrades, comrades. You're both having theatres? We used to be in the business of dreams. Now you're letting your dreams be used against you. Uh, can you make a persuasion check for me? She's persuaded me. 21. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, they all kind of look at each other and uh, kind of stroking their imaginary beards. Uh, even Janora is stroking an imaginary beard, uh, although she is kind of, uh, she gives you a look and uh, uh, a little uh, faint smile, uh, almost as if uh, remembering the good old days. Um, and she's about to say something when uh, the door behind you opens and uh, Victoria Nestor returns and she says, Oh God! What was her voice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not what she says. Uh, the CEO will see you now. Uh, if you'd like to uh, follow me, Janora uh, gets up to protest, but she kind of stops herself. I wave her uh, down, and uh, she uh, shuffles closer and just kind of gives you a really awkward sort of pat on the shoulder and goes, "It was uh, good to see you again." I take her in my arms and give her a passionate kiss. Yay! <gasps> yeah! Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. She, um, I take boots. <laughs> Uh, roll a performance check <laughs> let's go for that that's a bit on the nose <laughs> well I can't think of anything else that it would be oh, 19 on the check? dice 27 okay. in circle it's oh, really good uh, and uh, yeah you leave her kind of dazed and uh, uh, standing in complete shock as uh, you stride away dramatically flapping your cape uh, which you have put over your disguise um, yeah, it looks <laughs> like the cape that appeared from nowhere yeah. <laughs> Looks like somebody's dreams did come true today. I think she was quite Good taken Lord. with your power. Not a dry seat in the house. <laughs> uh, I don't um, like the sound Penny of cost that. Penny the crude. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Nestor leads you out uh, and across the hall. Um, and uh, she sniffs and um, says, I, s- uh, I see you... Uh, you cl- cleaned up that uh, that dog pretty pretty good. I see. Yes, yes, we definitely did I... that. That is something we did. Oh, that's good. Uh, CEO doesn't like. CEO is uh, very particular about everything being really clean and pristine. Uh, you might want to put on some uh, perfume as well. He, he quite likes his perfume. Uh, she uh, takes you through to the uh, goods in room, and then. Uh, uh, using her little swipey card, uh, opens a hidden door behind the reception desk. Uh, and uh, you are led into a spiralling corridor that heads up through the mountain. Uh, the walls are lined with sparkling gems, and you can see reflective mirror surfaces every few yard- yards. Uh, then you see a sign that says, No recording allowed. Uh, Quick, start the and, recording. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we thought we already did that at the start of the call. Sorry, that was... If, that was if one of you wants to start before. a recording on one of your uh, devices, can you make a sleight of hand check? Oh, yes. I don't know what device I would record well, we've on. We've got those magic, uh, mirror magic mirrors. Oh, the magic mirrors, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Magic mirrors. Um, just, I've just got a 17. Okay, yeah, you're good. Five. 20. Oh. Uh, five, did you say? Yeah. Uh, Tilda, um, Nestor just kind of gives you a glare and says, no recording allowed. I may have to confiscate that if you try again. Sorry, I was checking to see if it worked after it fell in the sewage, but <laughs> apparently not. Uh uh, make a mm, yeah, make a deception check actually. Sixteen. Okay, you're good. Yeah, she kind of nods and uh, leaves you on. But the rest of you, uh, your recording devices are running. Beautiful. Uh, eventually, she uh, leads you to a large set of double doors that say CEO on them in large gold letters. And uh, Nestor says to you, 
This is a great privilege for you. Uh, I hope you understand that. Mr. Hopkirk is so rarely sees people personally. Uh, she uh, pushes the doors open and you are blinded by light for a moment. Oh. And then you each feel a shove on your back and then a clang as the doors close behind you. Uh, as you kind of blink in this uh, much brighter chamber, uh, you eventually your your eyes clear and you can see where you are. You find yourselves in a gigantic chamber. It's vast, rising like the inside of a hollow cathedral and spiralling shapes that form uh, inverted spires. Lights dance around from countless lanterns that hang improbably high in the rafters. Beams of wood and stone dart across crisscrossing overpasses and casting shadows on the horde below. And what a horde it is. Before you lie piles and piles, some ten feet tall, of the richest, most exquisite, most expensive office paper you have ever seen. <laughs> Can I, I, I instinctively, from my office days, reach out and just touch it, and then I stroke <laughs> it, and I rub my face on it, smelling it, and I am in a moment of um, office worker bliss I never imagined possible. Stationary nerdism. <laughs> Yeah, before coming back to reality. <laughs> the uh, piles of paper have uh, gaps in them, which uh, form into sort of pathways, and uh, you uh, head down one, and uh, you're f- you eventually come to a part where the pathway uh, splits. I'm feeling uh, a little a- unsettled, because the last time I had an experience with a large pile of paper, it did not go well, <laughs> as you will recall. Uh, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, from uh, from uh, chapter two, yeah. yes. Um so you've got a left channel and a right channel. Uh, where would you like left. to go? Uh, do you want to make an investigation check? Yes. Um, Five. Investigation? Five. Thirteen? Thirteen. Seven. Seven. And six. Okay. Uh, I think have with no a th- idea. With a thirteen, uh, the best you can glean is that these are more of the papers that you saw in the crate, so they're more of like people's uh, life goals and ab- ambitions. But I think... like. Given how big this room is and how big the piles of paper are, I think you can intuit uh, that there is more than just the population of Ragnar's Rock being uh, collected here. Well, this is unnerving. Can, can we read some of the paper? Can we just pull some of it off the stacks and have a look? It's more of the same. It's more of like people's names and their list of ambitions. Uh, but yeah, when you pull some off, uh, you see that uh, there are people who live in uh, Parliament Hexagon. There are people from Bower of Furnace. There are people uh, from all over the country. Um, yeah, and uh, actually, uh, you find one piece of paper uh, for somebody who died about 20 years ago. Uh, and others for people who have long since been dead and others for people who are still alive. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it seems like it's everyone who ever lived, essentially. Mm. So you head down the left channel, I think, till the established. Uh, Can I just ask, what, what is it with always left? Well, well, we don't (laughs) want to swing to the right, do we? Of course, no, we would never do that. Bear left. No, oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to have to put a bear down a left channel one of these times so you can bear <laughs> left. Um, uh, you, are led, uh, you go down a long, winding way. Uh, you can hear a sort of low growling sound coming from somewhere in the chamber. It sounds like something large is breathing. Uh, and then you come to a crate uh, that is padlocked. Oh, I look at Pelicon. I pick the lock. The- 
I think we all look at Pelicos with this expectancy. Okay. I draw my scimitar. <laughs> uh, Pelicos, uh, you uh, make Pelicos, a... Pelicos, uh, uh, thieving. <laughs> Can you make a dex check? Uh, yes, it's 18. Okay, yeah, you uh, you click it open. And uh, uh, within, uh, you find some uh, soap. Uh, More soap. Uh and uh, as you kind of look at it, uh, you see that the soap has words written, written on it. Uh, it oh. says, keep the ooze at bay every single day. Uh, so you can add uh, another bar of soap to your inventories. All of us? Yeah, there's oh. another, one, another one each. I'm concerned by the use of the word ooze. <laughs> I mean, one day the ooze will choose. Uh, what colour ooze? I think we decided the ooze was green, but I'm kind of an ooze denier. Um, I, I'm not sure that I believe in the ooze. I have yet to be convinced that ooze is not just natural fluctuations in the earth. <laughs> the earth's natural ooziness. Yes, yes, I believe that there has been this level of ooziness before, and there may be this level of ooziness again, and I don't think that the ooze will wipe out all life on earth. So much soap. I'm that paranoid that I'm starting to think someone's trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the filthy. <clears throat> well. Uh, you continue down the path in uh, a dizzying set of twists and turns, uh, and then you pass some filing cabinets. Uh, they're all locked as you try and you know, open them up. Uh, but uh, eventually, I'm not going to make you check because uh, you would just continue to check until you did it. Uh, you manage to open one of them, and you find a massive folder in one of them that is labelled... Jeff Randall, Ooh. MP. Interesting. Uh, yoink. Yoink. Uh, would you like to read it now, or do you want to yes. save it for later? Okay. Uh, so you uh, have a flick through uh, Randall's file. It's quite big, and you glean a bit of a story from it. Uh, when he first became an MP, Randall had close ties with a mining company in Ragnar's Rock. Uh, the mines were active and full of loyal fable voters. As they got richer, something happened. There was some sort of sewage pipe burst, and a lot of workers drowned. The main cavern was filled to the brim, and only after a massive cleaning effort was it fixed. Randall was in the process of drawing up some new safety legislation when he discovered the sewage was still coming, and was going to flood the city. The powerful magic in the stones of the bedrock was making the sewage almost come to life, it seemed. So they needed some powerful magic to hold it back. Randall made a deal with IDS, a company that promised to make people's dreams come true. Randall insisted that his dream was to save the city, but he had to give something up, so he offered his familiar. IDS brought their CEO in, and overnight they cleared up the mountain. Uh, they offer riches and fortunes to those who help keep IDS happy. Randall tried to pull out of the deal for reasons that have been redacted, he was stripped of his office and not allowed to return to his familiar. The CEO mm -hmm. of IDS now resides in the mountain, making the city richer and more pro prosperous than ever. Also, the account claims. Uh, and that's what you can glean from this. Can you all make a stealth check for me? Yes. Twelve. Ooh. I heard Myself. of stealth once. I didn't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. Five, okay. I've got an 18, which is... Okay. 14. Uh, Marquis, you um, stumble backwards uh, or like make a dramatic step backwards and uh, step on something hard. And as you uh, pull your um, foot away, it's a very large claw. Oh. 
which retracts into the pile of papers. Then you see the papers slowly shift aside, uh, then quicker, parting like curtains. Uh, the papers fall, tumbling away from a massive shape, revealing at first only an eye. Can you make a perception check? That's better. 20. You can see that this is a glass eye. Uh, and so you can't see any kind of uh, real-life organic eye uh, behind it. All you see is just a sort of glass eye in a socket. Uh, rolling back, the eye blinks, and then more papers fall, slipping and sliding in waves that dance away from a gigantic head. Covered in dark horns, a rich, pale grey scaled head rears. Its maw is lined with glittering teeth as the dragon grins a wide grin. It is a friendly grin, however. The dragon's body emerges from the papers, unfolding gigantic bat-like wings with veins running through them. Every inch of the dragon sparkles and gleams. It smells like lavender and blossoms with a kind of overpowering smell of mint as it breathes out. Uh, it's brushed its teeth fairly recently. <laughs> it has perfectly manicured uh, uh, claws and it's just an overpowering stench of perfume is all over this dragon. And it looks down upon you. What do you do? I hide behind Rachel. <laughs> I hide behind uh. the half elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm hiding behind Tilda. So. <laughs> it's a circle. We're hiding behind each other. You can't um, hide behind me. Moving. That, I'm, I'm trying my best. I am moving <laughs> stealthily towards the glass eyes. Uh, it's, it's several feet above you now because the dragon is just looking down on you. Oh dear. Uh, the dragon moves its head and then it speaks and it says Greetings, friends. Welcome to IDS. I promise to make all of your dreams come true. He takes a deep dragon bow and uh, you get a full face of whatever perfume is just covering every inch of this dragon. Uh, it's so powerful it kind of almost knocks you off your feet. And the dragon says, Now tell me, good friends. What first attracted you to joining IDS? Uh, Curiosity. The paperwork. I choose not to answer this question on the grounds that it may incriminate me further. It may, it may <laughs> incinerate you. Um, yeah, curiosity. Um. Well, first of all, when you join IDS, we encourage you to fully embrace the ethos of the Institute. You must first look into your heart. Search your heart. For there you shall find your heart. And then you notice the banners uh, <laughs> along the ceiling have that image of a of a of a heart within a heart, uh, and uh, the dragon is uh, grinning at you. And uh, he says, "Now then, I feel it is time that I searched your heart." Dareth, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Okay. Not okay. Ten. Okay. He grins a toothy grin, and you are under his charm. And he says, Tell me your name, my half-elven friend. And I'm charmed, yes. so I can't not. Yes, um, my my name is Dareth Moonbeam, my glorious dragon friend. Uh, he grins even wider and reaches a clawed hand into the pile of papers, rummages around for a bit, and then pulls out a small piece of paper uh, which he holds up to his glass eye and reads it. Ah, Dareth Moonbeam, a bard, 
and a member of the Frable Party. Now, that's that is that is I, most noble of dragons. There is. Tell me, let's see what is in your heart. Can I slap Derek <laughs> in the back of the head? Please do. Uh, <laughs> make an attack roll. <laughs> That'd be a nineteen. I imagine that. Yeah, hits. that hits. Uh, roll some damage. <laughs> Uh, well, unarmed strikes do one plus uh, strength modifier. So three. So yeah, you take three points of damage. Uh, Make a. And does it do anything? Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's even worse. Okay, (laughs) Dareth, you feel as if you are being hurled into the sky. Your stomach twists and your chest tightens. Vision blurs, swirling with smoke, and then you see something. You can't quite believe it. It's something you've always dreamed of. What is it? It's people listening to me saying what I really want to say, and me finding those words with ease. It's coming in the forms of songs, and it's coming in the forms of speeches, and it is captivating people's attention. Shall we do this in the form of a scene? Uh, Let's say you're you're standing on a street corner, shall we say? Something like that? Yeah, street with a a brand new loot that is like fully decked out with uh, it's got spoilers and uh, distortion making <laughs> things and uh, it's got a pedal everything. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got like a a small amplifier uh, ramai just strapped to my body as well. So <laughs> a I fancy can make amplifier noise. Uh, um, it, it has all of its strings. <laughs> as well. uh, what are you saying to the people? I am telling the people everything I think is broken in this world and wrong and painful and the systems that won't work and the systems that hurt people and also reminding them of all that is good and all that is worth fixing. Are there any individual people in particular you're hoping hear this message? Um, mostly it's old colleagues I worked with at the BBC, <laughs> especially the higher ups who would just stamp on any creativity they didn't. Yeah, have. I think that this this uh, the old director general, uh, Mr. Michael yeah. Grave, is stood there uh, and looking blown away by what you're saying, and is saying to himself, "I've lived a lie my whole life. Maybe multicolored cloaks are in fashion." Um, <laughs> I, 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 there's also my um. My, my my brother, who I haven't seen in years, is in the corner, and he's nodding in agreement, which is something I never thought I would see. Uh, what's his name? His name. Let me just go to a random name. <laughs> um, my brother's name is. Um, which one do I like most? Jonic. Jonic. J O N I K. That's okay. right. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you see Jonic uh, stood uh, in the back. Uh, how long is it since you last saw Jonic? It's been about a decade. Okay. Cool. Um, so you uh, are stood in uh, the rest of you you just see Dareth uh, staring into space uh, and stood still and uh, the dragon grins and uh, looks at you Pelikos make a wisdom saving throw uh oh Pelikos if you do something dumb I swear I will stab you in the knee <laughs> <laughs> hey okay oh no uh, knee stabbing right, time I'm going to stab him in the again. knee again uh, uh, the dragon uh, reaches into the um, the pile and pulls out uh, a paper with your name uh, on it, and then he says, "So tell me, Pelikosh, what is in your heart?" And is that uh, you really your this, real name? You have this uh, similar. Uh, yeah, is that Pelikosh's real name? Yeah. Pelikosh. Pelikosh is Pelikosh's uh, real name. 
Can I stab him in the knee? But it's, 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 it's the qualifier that's important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have a similar kind of uh, vision experience. Uh, what does Pelicos see? Picture this. There is a bright, gleaming, glistening sea with white-capped waves and a ship upon the waves coasting in towards the city cresting the sails full birds flying the crowds are on the jetty they're screaming they're roaring and in the prow of a boat oh bare-chested adventurer <laughs> cling on to the ropes with one hand to a princess with the other he's won he's done it he has capped everything he has ever done oh uh, so yeah, you see this uh, magnificent uh, vision. Uh, is there again? Are there any like particular individuals that you see on the docks cheering you on? Oh heck no! Oh, look at people. <laughs> uh, any sort of childhood rivals that you wanted to prove wrong? They're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pelicus I didn't is... kill them. They're all dead. Okay, <laughs> Pelicus is a little bit darker than I imagined. Uh, <laughs> uh, is the princess anyone is... in particular? No. Okay. No, he's not. I I haven't looked at her. I'm just holding her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the the dragon uh, turns uh, his eyes on uh, the Marquis of Granby. Can you make a wisdom saving throw? That was a fourteen. I'm sorry. That is not good enough. Uh, and oh, the wow. dragon says, her in the knee now. <laughs> Tell me your name, little." Human. I am the Marquis of Granby. Uh, you are compelled to give your your uh, your birth name, uh, which was uh, yeah. Rachel Mace. Uh, Rachel Mace, the Marquis of Granby. <laughs> I also have the flaw that I have to remain in character, even if uh, emotional honesty is required. Uh, but this is a magical situation. Uh, right, fair enough. So tell me, what is your dream? And you have a vision. Uh, what do you see? The people of Ragnar's Rock, free from tyranny, free from the corruption that is IDS, free to follow their dreams as they wish. And I presume you see uh, your your former uh, theatrical colleagues uh, joining you on the stage as you uh, celebrate this great victory. I'm putting on the greatest performance ever. <laughs> and people are chanting your name and cheering and uh, throwing confetti around. It's uh, not my name. Uh, they're cheering the name of my colleagues Aww. because they deserve the credit that they are due. Oh, that's very Aww. sweet. That's lovely. Aww, you're so lovely. And very important. Uh, Tilda, Ooh. make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, God. Seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he gets your name out of you and uh, pulls out your little uh, slip of paper. Uh, and then uh, you uh, have your vision. Uh, what does Tilda see? I see my village and I see my family and they're all alive and I'm running towards them and they're hugging me and and, and nothing is burnt and nothing is destroyed and there are no clerics and (laughs) nothing bad. Nothing bad can happen. So, Tilda wants to learn necromancy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, do you see any uh, particular individuals? I I see my, my father and my mother and my brothers and sisters and my cousin jerry who i had a crush on uh and my best jerry. friend yes and my best friend doris pumpkin who i miss with doris all my heart Aww. and they're all there and they're 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 mm. dancing on the village green and i can be with them uh tilda uh, as you're having this vision uh you see something at your feet 
uh, you see a dead body. It is the body of a cleric, and you recognise it as one of the clerics who burned down your village. Uh, you sort of instantly know that that's who this is, and you turn around and see another, and then another, and then another, and then you see there is this this pile of dead clerics around you, and you look at your hands, and they're drenched in blood, and your face is smeared in it. Uh, one last cleric is kind of trying to claw their way towards you, but you knock an arrow and fire, and the cleric falls, clutching the arrow. Uh, her grey robes turning red as you laugh at their uh, their fate. But then something seems strange about the vision at that point. Uh, the cleric changes, their robes shift and change colour into some sort of multicoloured uh, robe. Uh, they look at you with empty eyes and their head is illuminated by moonlight as a halo glows behind it, uh, becoming jagged and spiked. The cleric rises laughing and jeering but you roar back and you spread your wings to intimidate the figure it cowers before you and you laugh fire licking between your teeth and you hear a voice but it's not your voice the voice is coming from your mouth but it's not yours and the voice says she now malza now you are the one to fear me now i shall have my vengeance uh, and with that you snap out of your vision and you are no longer charmed tilda um, I'm, I'm a little confuzzled. <laughs> the dragon doesn't seem to notice that you have snapped out of it. Uh, and the dragon is kind of in mid-flow with a, a, a spiel that uh, he's giving to the others. IDS is a company that believes in making the most prosperous people in the world. Indeed, the richest people in the world live in Ragnar's Rock, and it is all thanks to IDS. Those who are poor simply did not try hard enough. The previous way of doing things corrupted people. They pooled their money and did things with them that nobody, not everybody wanted. Why would a rich person need to use a bus, after all, of all things? As you are snapped out of it, uh, what do you want to do? You're talking bollocks, mate. Uh, can the rest of you make a wisdom check for me? I am even further under. <laughs> I got a four. Oh, no. Nine. Eleven. Uh, you... <laughs> You snap out for a second, but then are slowly dragged back onto it. Uh, uh, the, right, shit. I'm going to run up the dragon. Princess. Oh dear! Gonna scramble up the dragon. I'm going <laughs> to smash oh, no. its eye. Uh, make. Can you make a stealth check to see if you can get away without being noticed? Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you just about managed to scramble away and. Uh, you, yeah, you sort of come close to the dragon and uh, he's continuing to talk uh, and distracting himself and he's saying, Money is all good, but I discovered gold is only the beginning. Just hoarding wealth isn't enough. People come after you if you just take it and hoard it away while they watch you do it. No, you have to make people give you their wealth. Makes them believe that you deserve it more than they do. And it helps that it's true. After all, how could I be this wealthy if I did not deserve it? Uh, and uh, I assume you're going to try and climb up this dragon. Make a athletics check. Athletics. Athletics, not acrobatics. Uh, I think it's going to be athletics. Okay, 18. 18. Okay, yeah, you oh, scramble nice. up to the side of the dragon's face uh, and make another stealth check. Okay. Uh, oh, now 20. Plus three, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah, you're you're well up. Make an attack roll. Uh, 
This is where it all goes horribly wrong and I fall off a pile of paper and death. 17. Okay, that hits. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you attacking with? Uh, I'm attacking with my short sword. I'm trying to smash his glass okay. eye. Okay, go for it, yeah. Okay, so do so I need a d6? Uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. 11. Okay, uh, yeah, it takes 11 points of damage. Uh, and the dragon screams and uh, tries to uh, throw you off. Uh, you notice that the glass eye uh, didn't even take any kind of uh, scratch. It's not even scratched. But the dragon certainly felt it uh, and screams a sort of, uh, like, as if it's it's about to die kind of scream. Uh, and the sound reverberates around the room. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. And the rest of you, incidentally... You all snap out of it. Hooray! Ah! Ooh! Oh, what? God, where? where? Where am I? What's... Damn you. Uh, 19. What you wow. 19. Okay, you are thrown to the floor, but you uh, you do a somersault and land dramatically. Uh, <laughs> you do. I think you do that kind of superhero land. Uh, <laughs> it's all very oh, impressive. One knee bit. Takes yes. a knee. <laughs> <laughs> it does your knee in, but it's cool. Oh, yeah. I feel like a I'm pulling out a flint and tinder. Ooh, oh, okay. yeah, by the paper. Uh, That's much more sensible. Uh, uh, the dragon uh, growls at you all and goes, Now see here, I set about collecting all of the... You can't destroy all of this paper. It's fireproof for one. I'm a dragon. I'd be stupid not to get fireproof paper. And who are you anyway? <laughs> who are you? Uh, can you make a persuasion check? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> I am the dragon. I may not be able to burn the paper, but underneath all this paper... There's some sewage, and sewage produces gas. Ooh. Goodbye, my eyebrows. Goodbye, eyebrows. I have to get through about six feet of uh, solid rock, and he stamps on the ground. And all that perfume you're wearing uh, is probably flammable as well. Ooh, that's a very good point. Uh, His eyes widen, and he goes, you wouldn't dare. I would. She's the, uh, she's make the an give me back my town. Uh, make an intimidation check. That's a nineteen. Okay. Uh, he believe he definitely believes that you are going to try this. He goes, "I need this perfume. You wouldn't want to smell me without it. I can assure you of that." Now, strike the flint. Uh, perhaps we can make a deal. Tell me, you have dreams of your own. You've seen my dreams. You know what I want. Give me back my town. How about I offer you something slightly different? And uh, he uh, snaps a thing, uh, uh, claw, hand, finger thing, <laughs> and um, two uh, militia guards uh, appear, uh, and they are dragging between them Janora, who looks like she has a black eye. Uh, and no! He says... Now. Wrong move, dragon. Was it? I thought it was a pretty good move. <laughs> you see, when you have people's dreams, you can control them. I've been collecting what I call people's dreams, aspirations, and tenacity analysis, or data for short. Once I have hoarded all of the data on all of the people, I can convince them to do anything I want. Wait a second, is this GDPR complaint? <laughs> I ate the last GDPR investigator that came in here. That doesn't make it legal. In fact, it makes it murder. <laughs> if you try to strike me down, 
then this whole town will suffer. I have made this town prosperous. I have made this town successful. Without me, you'd be in poverty. You've made 1% of this town successful and 99% of this town miserable and poor. And deceived. Uh, uh, the dragon looks over at uh, the um, two militia guards and goes, Right, kill the little one. And uh, they raise uh, a knife to try and uh, plunge it into Janora's chest. But oh, no, she... Uh, raise my crossbow pistol. Okay, uh, make an attack roll. Eep, I missed. That okay. was a five. Uh, but it is enough. It distracts them, and uh, Janora slips a hand under her belt and pulls out a knife and uh, jams it into the militia's uh, neck. Yay! And uh, she spins yes. around. Yes! Uh, and then the dragon roars, fire spluttering from between his teeth. Uh, Janora um, runs towards you all and then says to you, Run! Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The Marquis of Granby was played by S. Naomi Scott. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music was by Darren Curtis and Tristan Lorengin. Full details on where you can find their music is in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at thecampaigncast on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast and at soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner that's j-o-e-l-c-o-r-n-a-h and at sci-fi-fantasy-network.com In next week's episode our team of campaigning adventurers must escape the dragon's clutches and work out how to slay the dragon and if that will pull well with the electorate. Until then go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Adventure